hello my family friends strangers everybody that's out there today i want to talk to you about getting our kids to be competent happy little individuals and how i believe when our kids are doing things and feeling accomplished and competent they feel confident i'm a firm believer in that and i talk about it all the time and because i reach out and work with moms, thriving moms, the conversation about creating a team and creating some useful kids comes up a lot. Moms, I hear you. I hear that you are sometimes on this island of food prep all alone. You are in charge of buying the groceries and bringing them in and putting them away and cutting them up and serving them and then having somebody tell them that you don't they don't like that and so then you have to do something different. I hear you moms. I know that food can be a huge battle in some houses. So it is never too late. The battle might be a little bit uh, longer process if your kids are a little bit older and used to having things done for them, but it is never too late to start creating that team of people in the kitchen helping you. I, I know women feel like it's their job. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, historically, why, all of those things. But it is 2022, and I know that women are trying really hard to be strong and uh, not be overly taxed. We used to say, you know, have to find that work-life balance. You know what? You know what's a work-life balance? Not doing everything. <laughs> That's how you get work-life balance delegation. That's a huge part of figuring out how to work-life balance things, just not having so much on your plate to juggle. So let's talk about the things that your kids can be, maybe not, but could be capable of doing to help around the house and prepare and make life easier and become competent humans. I truly believe that every one of us as parents wants to send our Lil Johnny and our Lil Susie's out into the world conf capable of managing life. Nobody wants to send their kid out into the world to struggle. So how are we going to do that? We're going to give them skills. How are we going to do that? We're going to let them make mistakes so they can develop skills as they get better at stuff. And if they're going to develop these skills by making mistakes what better arena to do that in than under the, you know, safety and supervision of us as parents. I also grew up with Murray Bedell as my dad. And so working was <laughs> not an option. It was just what you did. And so you did it really early. And part of it, it was because, you know, we had to help him. We were his hands. And so we got really good at doing things with our hands really early because we were doing things that adults would normally be doing with their hands. We were doing those things for my dad. I don't know how many four-year-olds brush their dad's hair or hold the razor for their dad, but I did. So that just makes you sort of, yeah, I can, I can do this because I've been doing a lot of things for a long time. And I wanted my kids to be able to do things. And I also valued the work ethic that I had and recognized how it was moving me forward in life. And I was raising my kids in this 
much smaller bubble. I did not have six acres of strawberries in the beating heat of July that I could make them go out there and pull thistles in to make them better humans. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how good humans are made. And so because I couldn't take them out into a strawberry patch with a five gallon pail and a wheat picker, I had to figure out other ways for them to recognize their contribution to this family and how important it was to make one. So I started making them do stuff around this house that I thought they could do. And I want to tell you right now that I front loaded the positive comments and the positive affirmations right from the get-go. There's a lot of things I have done wrong in this life. I own all of them. But one of the things that I think I do well is I can see somebody doing something that's awesome and I can thank them and compliment them on it immediately. People do not have to look for compliments from me because I love to give them and I was good at that with my kids. If they picked something up without being asked, I noticed immediately. Part of it is because of my love language. Stay tuned for that podcast, okay? I think acts of service as my love language has helped me in this department because I really, really appreciate when people are doing things. So it makes it easy for me to see them doing things. But if my kids did anything in the area of helping and picking stuff up or putting things away or, you know, contributing in any way, I was super quick to compliment them on it. So it became a, a feedback loop for them um, that they wanted. They didn't wait to be asked to do a lot of things, knowing full well that if they did them without being asked, they got complimented anyway. So that definitely set the stage and helped. I need to make the little disclaimer here that this is not a perfected science. And some days I wander around this house picking up other people's shit from all over every single corner in the place, every missing clothes I find, all the things for them and dishes everywhere and glasses with straws on every countertop and not put away. I, I wander around my house to this day complaining that I have to do all these things for other people, but really it's just usually the mood that I'm in for the most part. <laughs> things are pretty good, just sometimes it's the mood that I'm in that makes it feel like I'm doing all the things all the time. I really don't do all the things all the time. So when you are a thriving mom and you're in my nutrition group, when we start the lesson on building your team, we take a look at how old are the kids that are in your house and what are they capable of doing? So if you have a newborn in your house, they're not doing much for you. Your entire life is revolving around keeping them alive. Hold on, because it's coming. You get to the next stage and it comes pretty quick. As soon as these people, these little people, are able to engage with you and help you in any way, shape, or form, my kids used to love to stand at the washing machine and put things from the washing machine into the dryer until it was kind of their job and I just wouldn't do it anymore. I would say, girls, time to move the clothes over. And it didn't matter if they were watching a show or what they were doing. When it was chores time, I made them go and do that. Pause life, get the work done. You can go back to your show. So from a very early age, my kids were doing putting the clothes from the washer into the dryer and from the dryer. And they would <laughs> they would fight over who got to put them from the dryer into the basket because you know that 
feeling of all those warm clothes and they smell so good coming out of the dryer and no one wanted to share that chore. So we'd have to take turns and, and anyway, um, so that's an easy one. You're like not even two years old. They're moving things from one to the other and they couldn't turn anything on. They weren't adding laundry soap. There was nothing like that going on, but it was their job to move things from the washing machine into the dryer. And it was their job to, you know, count out uh, so many carrots for dad's lunch, just so that we could work on counting and carrots until they were able to peel the carrot. And they couldn't cut the carrot up once it was peeled, but people were in charge of peeling carrots. My kids were in charge of peeling eggs when we'd make hard boiled eggs. Um, my kids were in charge of stirring things. Anytime there was muffins to be made or whatever, I, I was at home. So I had time and I get it. If you're not at home all day with the kids looking for activities and you are trying to whip up some healthy muffins just so that there's food to be eaten and you need to do that quickly and the teachable moments actually can't happen right now or this isn't going to be a this we're not going to pull this off if this is going to be a teachable moment I do get that I do think it's important to find an opportunity somewhere in the life you know somewhere over a weekend over you know pick the activity free Wednesday and teach them to do these things at some point. But I do get that every single time you make a batch of muffins or a snickerdoodle or something like that, you cannot make all of those teachable moments and include the kids in all of them. I'm not completely unrealistic about that. But when I had time and I could use these moments to be teachable moments, my kids put ingredients in and, you know, I learned that they can't measure out baking powder onto a spoon because they turned the box of baking powder upside down and the whole thing fell in. And what are you going to do with, you know, six tablespoons of baking powder and a batch of muffins? You're going to throw that out. There's no salvaging that and coming back from it. And we did all those things and learned our lessons and started, you know, putting the amount of baking soda that or baking powder that we were going to put into the muffins, put that into a little bowl, then put the bowl into the mixer trial and error. You guys have to figure those sorts of things out. But we definitely had the kids doing all that kind of stuff right from a very early age. And as soon as they could pack, as soon as they were taking lunches to school, they had to pack their lunches. Like lunches around here was Corey's job. I would, he would come home from school. I'd go to work cleaning after supper. While I was out cleaning, he would do the supper dishes. And while he was doing supper dishes, the little girls were on chairs and they were packing their lunches. He made them tell them, this is my protein and these are my vegetables. Everybody only got one packaged item. So they would pick either the fruit snacks or a granola bar or a pudding or a, you know, they got one thing that was in a package and they made their lunches with their dad helping them. And if, you know, somebody was taking a, a sandwich or, or sandwich meat cut up for a bento box or something, he did all that kind of cutting for them and helped them put it in containers. It was a, it was a team effort, but they made their own lunches from the time they went to kindergarten and ate a lunch. At no point have my kids ever grabbed their lunch kit and opened it up to a surprise at noon because they knew exactly what was going to be in that lunch kit. They put it there. Um, and now, like, I mean, we have to sort of supervise the situation a little bit because I need to make sure they are eating because they don't love to be packing food up. And so they get a little on the lazy side. But 
I haven't packed, we haven't packed their lunches or helped them pack their lunches since probably grade four, maybe grade five. These high school kids, I mean, you're hungry. You better have figured out how to pack something. I just don't do that stuff for them anymore. And maybe that makes me, <laughs> I know, I know there's way better moms out there. I get it. I just think that of all the things that I wanted to nurture and foster in my kids, and I've been super available to them, and I've been here every day that they've gotten off the bus, there are some things that I have chosen to value as important parenting strategies, but making their lunches is not one that makes me a better mom or not, so I just have let them do it. And same with the laundry. My kids are grade 11 and grade nine. They are 14 and 17. And I have not washed or dried or put away their clothes in at least five years. I don't do other people's laundry. I don't do my husband's laundry. I don't do my kids' laundry. So that's how I get a lot of things done is I choose the things that I think I need to do. And I create a team of people around me. I don't need to do my kids' laundry. Sometimes I will help them. Like, I mean, I'm not an ogre. I'm not against you know, teamwork by any stretch. So if somebody was to text me and say, I forgot to wash my volleyball stuff. Can you throw it? Yes, of course I can do that for you. But we all have a time of the day on the weekend. Like my laundry is always done by Friday night so that the machines are available for the other people that are around more on the weekend. Everybody usually has one load a week because it's just their own load. And they do their own laundry. They're capable. They are not going to go to university and have to phone and say, how do I use the washing machine? They have been using it very well for a very long time. So um, I made kind of a list of things like, you know, cutting up vegetables and stirring things. I made a whole list of stuff. And then I decided, you know what? Every kid and their interest level is super important in creating this team and starting with what the kids interested in is where you should be starting. So if they're interested in the kitchen and if they're interested in doing the food thing, get them in that kitchen before they lose interest. Do not stifle it. Do not worry about the mess. I love when I get the messages from the thriving moms that are a little bit frazzled that say, this took a while and my kitchen's a disaster, but we had a teachable moment. That makes me happy because the next time you go to do that, it won't take as long and it won't be as messy. The kid will have learned something. You will have some better systems in place. You'll be able to front load what needs to happen in order for this to not be quite as messy and a disaster. And the kid is super proud. It's also been proven. I don't know if it's been like scientifically proven. If you are listening to this podcast for a lot of really scientific data, you're listening to the wrong podcast. But I promise you, my anecdotal notes tell me that kids will eat the food they have helped to prepare more than if you just plunk something on a tray in front of them. That I know. So if you want your kids to eat a new recipe that you are just trying, that you're not even sure you're going to be able to convince your husband to eat, get the kids involved. Have them taste the ingredients before they're going in. I mean, maybe you don't want to stick a peel of ginger on their tongue before it goes in because that's going to turn them off. But if you're cooking some vegetables, if you're cooking a bean sprout, 
give them one little bean sprout. It doesn't taste like anything. No one's going to be disgusted by it necessarily, unless texture is the issue. So try it out. Let the kids, if they're interested in being in the kitchen, to be in the kitchen. And if they're totally not interested in being in the kitchen, what are they interested in? Will they help with laundry? Do they want to do some dusting? Do they want to go outside and do some yard work? What kinds of things are your kids interested in? Stay or Start there and then positive reinforce, positive reinforce. And even if you feel like it was a total flop, and whatever you made didn't turn out, and the house is now a disaster, and you hated this entire experience, suck it up and say, thanks so much for spending time with me. Kids need to hear that too. They need to hear that you enjoyed the process of being with them. And so say saying things like, you know what, I just love that we can put this laundry into the dryer together, or I'm going to stand here, you guys take all this fun stuff out of the dryer, and I am just going to stand here and smell the good smells, but I love it when you guys do that. When you are excited to do things with them, the kids want to do that. They want to be with you, and they want to help you until they get to a certain age. I get that. So if your kids are older now, and this is going to come as um, a new strategy, something that you're interested in implementing, but nobody else is interested in implementing. I know, and I have heard from my moms that that's definitely the case. And so you have to take baby steps. You have to take baby steps of saying, okay, like this is part of, you know, going that next level. You are not living here at my house till you're 30 years old with some food sort of set in front of you, it's time for you to do some stuff around here. And so you are making a salad. You are confident, or you are competent enough to make a salad. I don't care if you don't know how, I can teach you how, you have the capability, but it's time for you to make a salad because we would need to eat a salad. I'm making, you know, I'm making the lasagna and you are making the salad. One of, one of the things that I find works well at my house is when we have things that we need to get done, and they're not being done, the Wi-Fi doesn't work around here. It's quite amazing. And when the Wi-Fi doesn't work around here, <laughs> trust me, things start to work a lot better around here. I haven't turned the Wi-Fi off for a long time because when I did, I truly did, and I people knew I meant business. So it's like, okay, let's get these chores done or the Wi-Fi is going off. And my kids look at me and like, yeah, mom's a little bit crazy and I know she will turn the Wi-Fi off. So it's going to take me five minutes to do these chores. Let's get them done and get back to, you know, Snapchat and YouTube without there being any interruption in our day. So there's always a way without, you don't necessarily have to be completely um, miserable about doing all these things, but you definitely have to make sure that the kids recognize that being part of the team is part of the family. Doing the things that need to be done around the house is actually benefiting them and you. If you tell me that it's easier to just do it yourself, I know it is. You're not giving me new information. I know it's easier to just do it yourself. But did you have these kids so that you could take the easy route and they could leave the house not knowing how to properly bag up a bag of garbage and put the next bag into the garbage can? I don't think you did. I think you had the kids because you want to have happy, healthy kids that the roommate's not going to hate. 
You want these people to find spouses in the world. You want them to go off and fly from the nest, little birdie. So you have to do the hard things in order for that little birdie to fly. I know it's easier to do it yourself. It's just not what's best for them. And it's not what's best. And I don't think it's what you think you signed up for. Having kids meant you signed up to do the hard things. And sometimes the hard things is taking the muffin batter that has spewed onto every surface of the wall behind the mixer because they lifted the mixer lid, the mixer uh, top off while it was still spinning the dough and the dough spewed all over the kitchen. That's the hard thing you signed up for. I've been there. I've wiped that dough off of every surface of the kitchen. And I've been able to say to my kids, we have to turn this off before we lift it up. And probably I didn't even say it very nice the first time, but we figured it out and we don't lift that while it is still spewing the dough. Anyway, that's where I'm going to end the podcast. The point that I'm making is that kids can be taught to do things at a very early age. And when they can be taught to do things at a very, very early age and they accomplish them, they take that into the next area and situation of their life. So that when school is asking them to do something, your kid's not the one that's like, huh, you want me to do what? I've worked in the school system for about 10 years. I have asked kids to do things and got that blank stare because not only did they think it's not their job to do it, but they truly have no clue how because they'd never really been asked to do anything in their lives before. I know what that blank stare looks like. And I vowed that my kids would not give people that blank stare. Still happens. Things are not perfect around here. But I really want to be a, build the team of strong and happy, confident kids who think I can do things because I do do things. Thank you very much. If you know somebody with kids who would like to have a little pep talk so that they can build their team and stop thinking that they have to do all of the things because it's just easier to do all of the things, then share this podcast and know that I think you deserve to feel amazing. You deserve to feel like you have all the support in the world. Thank you very much, mamas. Have a great day.